0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Christian Apologist Podcast. I am your host, Richard Long. I hope you have all had a very blessed week up to this point, and hopefully you'll have a blessed week for the rest of the week. You know, a lot of people, I, I was talking to some people this past week and then this past weekend, and, and they were atheists, and, and some of them were agnostic, and they just say that they can't believe in God because they can't see God and you know so I made it simple for him. I said so if God was to show himself would you believe and so this episode is titled titled show yourself because you know that is just normally the reaction that we get from people that don't believe in God many say that for them to believe they would take God himself coming down and showing himself to them now, I don't think they realize what they're asking for. See, because by God showing them himself as he is, they would die, according to the Bible in Exodus thirty-three twenty. Now, why? Because God is holy and we are not. God is perfect and we are not. Evil and pure goodness cannot mix. And 2 Corinthians six fourteen says, light, which is goodness, and the dark, which is evil, they cannot mix. It would be like kind of trying to mix water and oil together. It's like saying, I'm in a completely darkened room, but there's a light on. See, it doesn't mix. It doesn't go. It doesn't make sense. But God keeping his distance from us is for our benefit, not for his. But what if, what if that wasn't the case? What if being in the presence of God in our human bodies wouldn't kill us instantly? If God showed himself to us, would that cause unbelievers to believe? Many, I do believe, would believe. But by doing that, didn't God just take away their free will? Yeah, I do believe he did, because someone can choose not to believe in something, but once it's shown to them, they really don't have a choice anymore but to believe in God because their free will to believe he doesn't exist has been taken away from them. By God allowing his presence to be known but not seen, gives people the free will on what they choose to believe. So, ignoring the fact that if we see God's face, we die, if God decided to reveal himself, we would all lose our free will and nobody would truly love God because love, by definition, has to be freely given, it has to be given by free will. Now, let us take this one step further. Now, Check this out. Let us suppose that by seeing God's face wouldn't kill us and it didn't take away our free will. What would be the downfall now of God making himself seen by humans? Think about it. Everyone now believes in him and worships him now, right? Not necessarily. Now, what do I mean by that? We have to remember that 2,000 years ago, God did make himself known to humans and came down in human flesh, whom was named Jesus of Nazareth. Now, did everyone accept Jesus when he came? No. Why? Because the majority of people didn't recognize Jesus as the Son of God. They saw his miracles, they heard his sermons, and they watched his life for almost three years as he ministered to the world. And for three years, God revealed himself to people, and many still did not come to believe he was the Son of Christ, that he was God in the flesh. Now, was it because they didn't know? Or was it because they couldn't understand his teachings? No. Was it because God in human flesh was too hard for them to grasp? No, no, and no to the last question. See, they didn't believe he was God because they chose not to believe that he was God. They didn't like Jesus telling them that the way they were living and the way they were worshiping him or representing him was incorrect. And instead of accepting what he said and did as the truth and deciding to change their beliefs and their lifestyles, they chose rather to kill him and to silence him so they could go back to what they wanted to do. Now imagine how much worse would it be if Jesus claiming to be God came into our world in this decade, performing miracles and telling other religions they were worshiping false gods and performing miracles for all of us to see. Many, many, many people would want Jesus either murdered, placed in prison, or put in a mental hospital. And you know I'm telling the truth. You know I am. I mean, have you ever heard the saying, seeing is believing? That is only half true. Now, what do I mean by that? Believing in something comes in two parts, the mind and the heart. I think the saying should be seeing is believing, but believing needs to be of the heart and the mind. Now, we can see this in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. In the Old Testament, God had made himself known to Israel, and they strayed away worshiping and sacrificing to idol gods. Now, after God had freed them from slavery in Egypt, and they saw the signs performed by Moses, the parting of the Red Sea, the manna from heaven to feed them, and they still, they still questioned, doubted, and many times refused to worship God. They saw his presence. They believed in him, yet they still chose to go their own way. You know, the Bible goes as far as to say that even demons believe in him, But they obviously don't choose to worship him with their hearts, according to James 2.19. The Bible says to look to the heavens to declare his glory. It says that in Psalms 19.1. Now, for all those who aren't blind, we can all look up to the sky and we can see God's work. We can look at the universe and see his mighty hand. Us breathing, just simply breathing, and we don't even do it, it's involuntary, is a miracle. There are signs literally everywhere for people to see God's work, his power, his intelligence, his wisdom, his love, and his perfect standard. Yet people deny his existence. So why doesn't God just show himself? For one, by seeking God's face, that would kill us. Two, it would remove our free will and we would no longer be a free will creation, but robots. Three, he did come to us in human form, so by us seeing him wouldn't kill us, and instead of him rightfully judging us, he loved us, and we wrongfully judged and killed him. Guys, we're gonna take a real quick break, give a shout out to our sponsor. Stay tuned and we will finish this discussion on why God does not show himself to the unbelievers. Hey guys, thanks for sticking around. Welcome back to the second half of the Christian Apologist Podcast. We are talking about why God just doesn't come down and show himself so people, everyone would just believe in him. And as we just finished up, we were talking about, we gave three reasons on why God doesn't come down and show himself and well, it's for our benefit and the third one was, he did come down in a human form and all we did was judge him and kill him and, you know, That's just the story of Jesus. But the good news is, is God does promise to return. And he calls all those that follow him to be in his presence for eternity, which we call heaven. But there's also bad news for when he comes. When he returns, he will also come to rightfully judge those who do not follow him and condemn them out of his presence for all of eternity. And that is what we call hell. And it's not only about people claiming that God would just show himself they would believe. But you have many people that say that they don't believe in the Bible because there's many things that it does not mention specifically. I mean, they they ask questions such as, wouldn't God want us to know everything we need to know by reading his word? Well, no. Why? Because the Bible makes it very clear that there are many things that are beyond our understanding and beyond our knowledge. Isaiah 55, 8 through 9 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Also, in Ecclesiastes three eleven, he says, He has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has out eternity into man's heart, yet so that he cannot find out what God has done from the beginning to the end. See, the entirety of the Bible isn't given to us as full knowledge. It's not given to us as full knowledge of the world or the universe and everything that is in it. The Bible was written so that we can know the origins of the universe, humanity, God's goodness, his power, his grace, his love, and how we can get back into his presence. The Bible is there to help us understand where we came from and how to get back into heaven, into God's presence. Now, many atheists and Christians think that because the Bible doesn't specifically mention certain things, and for one, is like dinosaurs, then the Bible is claiming that dinosaurs didn't exist, and we have scientific proof that dinosaurs existed, so therefore the Bible is lying, and it's, if it's one lie in there, then it's all a lie. That is what they claim. Well, I hate to break the news to my fellow Christians and atheists, but the Bible does mention things such as dinosaurs. And dinosaurs obviously did exist. We have scientific proof of that. How can you look at the bones of dinosaurs and claim they never existed? A lot of Christians like to do this. They like to think it was a trick from the devil. Dinosaurs did exist. I mean, I'm at a loss for words if you try to claim they never did. You can't possibly logically think and assume that Satan ran around making dinosaur bones and planting them around the world for us to discover later to only throw us off. Dinosaurs did exist. So, where did the Bible mention dinosaurs? Well, let's look at Job 40, verses 15 through 24. It speaks of a behemoth. Now, some for a long time believed that the behemoth was an elephant or a hippopotamus. But now it is plausible, but it's not logical that it would be an elephant or hippopotamus due to verse 17. Verse 17 says that this animal stiffens his tail like a cedar. Now, elephants nor hippopotamus have tails that are like a cedar. They are more like a small, thin, soft spaghetti noodle. It is nothing like a cedar. And the text points uh, more to the animal being of like a a serapod dinosaur, if you ask me. Now, why doesn't the Bible just say the word dinosaur? Well, that's easy, because the book of Job was written somewhere between the 4th and 7th century BCE And the word dinosaur, okay, let's break down the word dinosaur, it is broken down into two parts and originated from Greece. The Greek word dinos, meaning terrible or fearful, and the word soros is Greek for lizard or reptile. Paleontologist Richard Owen first coined the term dinosaur in 1842. So, let's make this simple. Why wasn't the word dinosaur mentioned in the Bible? Because it wasn't a word in those days. It's that simple. There are many words that we use today that were not available in the biblical days. Now, should we just assume that these words don't truly exist? That would be complete nonsense. It would be stupid. The Bible also mentions another non-dinosaur known in the Bible as the Leviathan in Job 41. I mean, think about this. Dinosaur bones help point to God's existence. So I don't understand why Christians, a lot of Christians, want to sit there and say that dinosaurs didn't exist. See, science shows us that dinosaur bones help point to the flood of Noah's time. Now, how is this? Because many of the dinosaur bones that are discovered are found in mass burial sites. A major flood is the only thing that would account for this. I mean, think about this. In Canada, they found thousands of dinosaurs buried within one square mile in china thousands of dinosaur bones were found within a 900 foot ravine and even in the united states a mass bone beds were found in 13 states covering 700,000 square miles i mean there's even land dinosaur bones found next to the sea creatures the sea dinosaurs now how would that happen a worldwide flood is the only logical plausible way for this to have happened And now, even though Bill Nye, which I don't know if you guys know this, he is truly not a science guy. He just claims to be a science guy. He claims that the flood never even happened. But how else would land dinosaurs be found next to sea dinosaurs unless the entire planet, at one point or another, was covered in entire water? And instead of seeing the flood as a probability, they once again choose to ignore the logical evidence. Now, why is that? Either because it doesn't fit into their scientific agenda, or they don't want to admit that God could actually exist, the Bible tells us exactly what it needs to tell us. That's why the Bible doesn't mention everything in the world. No book does. There's not enough paper in the world to write down everything that we would need to know about the universe and the world in a book. There's just not. It's nothing more and nothing less other than what exactly we need to know. It's as simple as that. The Bible is simply God's love letter to his children. The Bible reveals God to humanity. It tells us about the fallen world, our sins, and it tells us of Jesus' love to free us from our sins so we can be reunited with God for eternity. Do you know there's one word that can sum up the entire Bible? Does anybody know what it is? Redemption. Redemption sums up the entire Bible. The beginning of the Bible tells us about paradise lost. Revelation tells us about paradise gained. And everything in between is redemption. That's what the Bible is about. It's a warning of things that have happened and are going to happen. It's simply put, the Bible is just a love letter about redemption. Now, I understand that many things in the Bible are hard to understand. But that is just due to the Bible being written in first century words, and we now live in a 21st century world. So now some people do ask, why did God wait so long to send Jesus? And yet others say, why didn't God wait till much later to send Jesus so more people would believe in him? But once again, these types of questions can't be answered with certainty because the Bible doesn't mention why Jesus came when he came. All we can do is speculate why he came when he came. Now, many scholars and theologians believe that approximately 2,000 years ago would have been the prime time for Jesus to have come into the world. Why? Because at that time, the early Greek language was a universal language, so it would have been easier for more people to understand, copy, and translate it. And having a universal language easily helps people to spread the news quickly and without interpretations. Also, at that time, the Roman roads were built and the spreading of the news of Jesus could easily have been taken off and spread across the known world. Now, having a universal language and roads that could reach most civilization quickly and easily seems to me to be a very good reason for Jesus coming into existence when he did. But also at that time, Jesus was born through the time of his crucifixion, the world was at peace and there was no wars. The world was at peace. We had Roman roads and we had Greek translation. and We had Greek language, which was the most common language of that time. So to me, that just sounds like a great time for God to have sent Jesus. But even if those aren't the reasons, it's not because I'm lying. It's not because Uh, God didn't know what he was doing. It was because God knew what he was doing, and I am just getting the wrong information on why Jesus came when he did. God would be wrong, not me. Now, that's not concrete evidence of what I just told you, so keep that in mind, but I just believe it is a very good, logical, plausible assumption based on the evidence of the events in that era, but Let's imagine for a minute some of the people that say that, why didn't Jesus come at a later time? Let's imagine what if happened if Jesus decided to come much later, as in our time, 2020, 2021. Imagine this. Good news is, as cell phone cameras are used all the time, so between the internet, social media, and the news, the word of Jesus probably would have spread like crazy. The bad news is, is if he decided to come in the exact same fashion as he did in the biblical days, then first off, nobody would have believed a virgin birth to be true. Nobody. They would have called Mary crazy. They would have said that she had sex with somebody and she's just covering it up. And she would end up in a mental hospital or even on Dr. Phil. And and actually, this is God's honest truth. There's actually an episode of a girl claiming that she was pregnant with Jesus. Obviously, she was off her rocker because we know the second coming is coming from the clouds the same way he left. but she was on Dr Phil so what would be blown out of the water good news is as jesus could have prevented some wars and probably stopped covid-19 before it got bad the bad news is as everyone would have concluded that all the miracles jesus was doing was an act of science luck or chance and he would have most been likely locked up for being crazy or demon possessed we see magicians all the time on tv and we know that those are just illusions So why would we believe some crazy guy claiming to be the son of a God from a virgin girl who's now in a psych ward for believing she's the mother of the Messiah? Why would we believe this man? In today's world, there are over 6,000 different spoken languages. Most, whose language would Jesus have used? If Jesus came back in nowadays, what language would he have spoken? And to be honest, I think it's sad to say, but I honestly believe... That there is never a time, any time frame, any time era that Jesus could have shown up and he wouldn't have been crucified. Now, I understand we don't do crucifixion nowadays, but I just mean murdered. He would have been killed. He would have been put to death. The only real difference between Jesus coming then and Jesus coming now is that we would have gotten rid of him a lot faster in today's society. 2,000 years ago seem to be the optimum time for God to send His only Son to die for us on the Bible. Guys, thank you for joining us on this week's episode of the Christian Apologist Podcast. I hope you join us next week. Um, If any of you guys have any questions, any comments, any concerns, please email us at richard at org. I hope you tune in next week. If you haven't joined our YouTube channel, we put out videos twice a week on our YouTube channels. They're just short videos. Um, we also are on Facebook. We're also on Instagram. So check us out there. You all have a blessed rest of the week. And God bless.